This is Atma Boda. Today is March 5th, 2022. This is podcast 66. The working title of today's podcast is What Am I Doing? And I do have some notes to go over a bit later, but before I do, I just want to take this moment to kind of express and explain why it is that I'm doing these podcasts. Because ultimately, I am conspiring. What does that mean? Well, you see, ever since about two years ago, I had crossed over this threshold of illumination, we'll say. And after this experience, I've been, my mind at least, has been in a perpetual state of bliss and direct inspiration. Every second of every day from the morning until the evening, my mind has always been in this blissful state and literally nothing has been able to interrupt that bliss. And I also have a heart with love. So I have this love and bliss all the time. And to me, this is amazing because that means I'm incapable of fear. I'm incapable of desire. I don't get angry. In fact, I don't even have negative thoughts. I've not had a single negative thought in about two years now. So people might say that, oh, you're not human. Humans experience the ups and downs of life. And I guess in a way, I'm not human in the way that most people are. And I think that's a great thing. I think that is the next level of human. It's like when you are experiencing bliss and ecstasy all the time and nobody, no matter how toxic they are or no matter how much hate they have in their heart, nobody has the power to interrupt that. Well, that's powerful. You can bring that and bring success into whatever it is you're doing, whether it be materially, whether it be with your family, whether it be with your friends, whatever goals you may have in life or whatever goals you don't have in life, this just makes life a lot more pleasurable. And nobody talks about this. I mean, in, in psychology, they would call this kind of an abnormal state. Well, what can I say? Two years, every second of every day, my mind being in bliss, this is not a temporary state, okay? This is, <laughs> this is my reality. And I'm not saying that to tote my horn or to be prideful or to boast. That's not the purpose at all. The purpose is, my purpose is, is to get this message out there so that I'm not the only one experiencing this. I think if everybody, well, everybody who wants to, wants, I mean, I think everybody would want this actually. I mean, why are drugs so popular? I mean, everybody is going to want their mind to be in bliss. People are just afraid of, oh, well, what sort of sacrifices do I have to make? Oh, how much has this cost? You must be asking for some money, dude. No, I'm not asking for money. I'm not looking for handouts. I'm not looking for donations. I don't even have a Patreon page. I don't even have anything set up to even receive funds. Actually, I'm in China right now, so I wouldn't even know how to accept funds right now. I'd have to think about that. And so I'm not even asking for funds. But my point is that the more people that can tune into this experience of inspiration, which is basically tapping in your mind to truth, the more wonderful your life becomes and you don't need anything, right? I mean, of course, 
I'm not saying money is a bad thing. Money is very useful. You know, you need money in today's age. You know, you need to buy food. You need to pay your bills. You need to pay your rent or pay your mortgage. Or, of course, money has, <laughs> has a tremendous amount of value. And I'm not discounting that at all. But the point is, is that you can be making money while you're experiencing bliss. It's like your life can be a continuous harmony of fun and happiness and love all the time. And you don't need to experience the ups and downs of life. And so that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Now, of course, many people will probably think that what I'm saying can't be true, that somehow, you know, when I'm alone, maybe there are moments of where I experience negative emotions or maybe I can experience doubt. Actually, I can't. I've not experienced doubt doubt in two years. I've not experienced desire in two years. I'm not even, uh, anger is not even a part of my, my life or anxiety. It's just not a part of my life. And this is something that's possible for everyone. And this is what I call the next level of human. And so my challenge really is figuring out how to get this message out. I know I'm going to be starting doing real videos with video of myself, not just audio. And right now I'm preparing myself physically and mentally for that. And so that's what's going to happen in, in the next phase of things. And also figuring out how best to get this message out there. I mean, I'm writing a book. I'm, I'm posting to different social media websites, which you can find links for at divinity.com. I was posting these videos on YouTube practically well, practically every day. Um, now it's it's been more weekly, but I'm trying to phase in to be doing this more often too because I feel like I have a responsibility. It's like I am here tuned in to this amazing experience and yet other people are still suffering in this world, right? I don't, I don't want to be the only person in bliss. I want to spread this bliss. I want to turn it into something that catches on like wildfire and ignites the world. And I'm not saying that I'm the only, that this is the only path that anybody can follow. Of course, there's many different paths. But one thing different about this path is that it's just a matter of mindset. It's about aligning yourself with a philosophy that is most in alignment with absolute truth. And when you have your mind in that space, it's more conducive to having higher experiences. So really, it's just a matter of training your mind to accept certain concepts and principles. And you can even use this from a scientific perspective. You can experiment with yourself by following this certain guidelines, um, which I talk about in these podcasts, and seeing what kind of results happen in your life. I mean, I'm just totally ad-libbing this right now. But in a way, even though I'm in bliss all the time, part of me is like, come on, what can we do to jumpstart this so that other people can experience this too it's like this is too good for one person it's like if you had a secret uh 
let's say you had a secret drug or something that but, but wasn't a drug. Let's call it a vitamin. But you take this vitamin and suddenly it gives you like the superpower of being happy all the time. And, you know, it's in feeling love and feeling inspiration and it has no side effects whatsoever. You would want to give away this vitamin to your friends and family like it's candy, right? If you were convinced that there was no side effects and it was completely beneficial and everybody who experienced it is made better because of it you would just want to share it with everybody just natural it's just natural anyway this has just been a little bit of a monologue and so this is kind of what motivates me to making these podcasts and i'm here available to help anybody who has questions or wants to talk to me personally i've got even a slack space set up now which you can access at divinity.com as well as on Reddit, or even just by making comments on the YouTube channel. Unfortunately, there doesn't seem to be a way to comment on podcasts, but you can access podcasts where you can find podcasts. You can find this podcast, except for Apple. We're not there yet. But here, let's just go into some notes I wrote earlier to share, and we'll talk about this. Love and truth are the two primordial forces of the universe. Love is born from truth. Truth is experienced via the crown and love is experienced in the heart. Love is everywhere and in all living creatures, but truth is only experienced by more intelligent species. I can only confirm that humans can experience it, but I don't know if aliens can, if you acknowledge the existence of such or other life forms of but I would say truth is a higher frequency vibration because it is not something that animals can experience. Truth can, is everywhere, but to be consciously aware of truth requires a certain level of cognition and cognitive awareness that animals, most animals just don't have. But this does not demean love. I mean, love is very important. It is part of what makes us human. Does God need, need humans? No, it doesn't. It is independent from us, and yet it can be experienced by us. Do humans need love? Yes, they do. It's because we are multidimensional entities. God doesn't need to exist on this material plane, but humans do. It may be a difficult concept, an advanced concept to grasp, since truth is in love, and love is an expression of truth. But they are not the same. Just as a rainbow is not light, but a refraction of light, love is kind of like a refraction of truth that is more accessible to lower dimensions anyway it's just a semantic thing it's not too important to understand what is important is both truth and love but the crown it vibrates at a higher frequency than the heart and that is my point we have these different potentialities within us and the heart is where the soul is and the soul comes from god
It is an unlimited spark of the infinite. And I know some people get triggered by the concept of God, and I don't mean God in the biblical judgmental sense. However, you can say that the God it actually is the same God of the Bible, but humans tend to religify and dogmatize and humanize this greater potentiality and force that is far beyond the human mind to comprehend. I mean, what I do with my writings is try to demystify God. But even so, unless you are experiencing it and having a direct experience of it, whether it be through inspiration or unconditional love, you're not even tasting it. And unconditional love is great. And most people don't even know what love is in this day and age, unfortunately. But love, I mean, once you are in the experience of love, it just becomes a normal thing. I mean, love is amazing, but that is a baseline. I mean, animals experience love. I mean, dogs, cats, that's why pets are popular, right? Fish, I mean, even plants experience love. But truth, my gosh, if you think love is great, the inspiration of truth is just beyond words. And so the highest plane is truth, which is the purest experience of God and the source of all love. And so truth is a more intensely pleasurable experience than love. And in my opinion, the next level is about being so full of love and, and inspiration that you have no room for desire. Instead, you just radiate love and ecstasy 24-7. I mean, every moment of every day. And you conspire about how to bring this experience to more people. I mean, I, I used to think that Christ consciousness just meant coming from that unconditional agape love all the time. I was wrong. It is more, much more than that. Love is an emanation of truth. Truth is not an emanation of love. Just as the heart and mind are different, love and truth are not the same. And so that is that segment. It looks like I've got five minutes left of this podcast so i've got some more to read we can love protect nurture and appreciate every living thing without being attached to them life is about experiencing the beauty in every moment there are many people who claim to be about accepting everything but many of these of those reject the concept of a higher intelligence or god they blindly proclaim that God is only love and without them, and they don't even know what the experience of truth is. So it's easy to say, okay, God is love. God is love. Yes, God is love. God is also truth. And until you can experience that truth for yourself, it's like you don't know. You just don't know. I mean, it's fine not to know, but it's, there's something more. You can tap into more than just love. And with few exceptions all beliefs are limitations if you have the capacity 
to be offended, for example, then that is proof of your that your perspective is misguided. What do I mean by that? It's like if somebody can trigger you, if somebody can offend you, that means you are coming from a limited perspective and you're being misguided because when you reach that next place, nothing can offend you. It's like you're untouchable. No living thing, in fact, no living things are ever in real danger. And that's going to sound really controversial. But there's a part of you that knows this is the case. That rebellious and defiant you that makes a stand despite the consequences. You can hold true to this view because of an innate knowing that exists beyond cognition. Now, what does that mean? No living things are ever in real danger. Well, that brings us to the definition of what is life itself. Life exists beyond the flesh. Life can travel between <laughs> dimensions. This may sound crazy to you, but everybody's more than their body. I know many of you, that's not a new concept. But the point is, is that if you are more than your body, then even if your body dies, that spirit within you can never be threatened. So that's why no living thing is ever in real danger. Nothing can really be destroyed, but we can experience the illusion of destruction. Be in the world, not of the world, means to me to gain your strength and fortitude from within and your connection with the higher power, whether you call that nature or something else. The point is not being disconnected, but being connected to your authenticity. What you perceive externally is often not the truest perspective of who you are. When we connect externally, it can be a form of disconnection internally. This is true, especially if you allow external events to make you feel imbalanced internally. When you understand blissfully the illusion of material life, nothing external can phase you. God doesn't judge. People judge themselves. This happens because the spark of the infinite is in everyone. Even Putin has it. To regard anyone as separate from God is to have a limited perspective. What God is there to, dis to disobey? If he is outside of you, then that becomes a limitation for God, isn't it? When you go beyond yin and yang, you have unity. No matter how corrupt an individual can be, true purity is incorruptible. God cannot be limited. It pervades all, even those you don't expect. And that concludes my written portion, and we're running out of time. Again, this is Alan Boda. You can check out divinity.com. I'd happy to welcome you also on the Slack space or on Reddit. And I read and reply to the comments on the YouTube channel as well. You guys have a fantastic day.